0: Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1.02pm, getting a little bit of a late start, but I had to brew some afternoon coffee. So, But we are ready now for a live stream coming out of Chicago Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Here, it is a very hot day. It is a very humid day. We had some pretty strong storms last night, but I thought that that would really clear out a lot of humidity. It did not. Clear out that humidity today. So it is a very hot day, but we're here. We made it. It's time for a live stream. First, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast on the audio version. Hopefully, you guys are doing well today and either already got your run in in the morning to beat the heat a little bit or are going to wait until things cool off in the afternoon. And uh, that's when you're listening to this, I hope. Uh, or if you're on your commute, hopefully, you got the AC cranked and it's nice and cool. And everyone watching this on YouTube, after the fact, welcome to you guys as well always feel free to put stuff into the comments i'll be able to respond to you that way and hopefully you're at a point in your day where you can have a nice recovery beverage like a coffee or something a little bit stronger for you if that's what you're into all right let's see who we got in the chat here today we've got frank says if courtney manages her stomach well this time around she should beat beth pascal or ragna but both women were great at western states i'm embarrassed not knowing much on all the chinese runners yeah i was just watching some of the i run far coverage today or at least the pre-race interviews today um yeah i mean it's so isn't it so strange that um it's like she's one of the most phenomenal athletes we've ever seen and um you know i don't want to like diminish it as saying like tummy troubles but like her digestive issues or what took her out of the last race at of hard rock and could be the thing that like i mean her nutrition could be what holds her back here um, she is a returning champion, right? So excited to see uh, what can happen there. Uh, Kyle says, "Yo, what's going on? Run with head of the beagle this morning. Awesome, cool. Took the gravel bike on a mountain bike sing- mountain bike single track last night and had a blast. That sounds like fun, guys. And you know, I'm thinking, you know, I've got the mountain bike in Iowa, and I think that I'm going to try and take it on some mountain bike trails." Like, I think I'm going to go back up to Decora where that crater trail 50 K was a lot of like mountain bikers out there. So I think that might be something fun to do after, uh, you know, I'm not sure when, but like the next time we can go back up there, I think that'll be a fun thing to do for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm ex- a whole new world of cycling has opened up to me and, uh, I'm pretty excited to kind of dip my toes in and, and see what it's all about. John Ritchie says, "Heiko go. got the endorphin speed at the, and the pro. Find the pro a bit hard on the feet, running the Manchester Marathon in six weeks, shooting for about four hours. Any suggestions? Good vibes. All right. If you think that the, I think that the pro is a bit hard and uh, I didn't consider the endorphin pro to be a marathon shoe for me. Um, I think it's a great half marathon shoe. I think it's a great marathon workout shoe. And I think it's, for me, it's ideally suited for like the 10K to half marathon distance. So I would say use the pro for your training. So kind of flip the script on it. Most people think of the speed as the trainer and the pro as the racer. Use the pro for your training because you'll be doing a lot of your training for your marathon at threshold paces, maybe some 5K time trials, all that harder, faster work, bust out the pro. And then for the race itself, go with the speed. It's a little bit softer. It's going to give you a little bit more cushion for the amount of time that you're going to be out there. So that's kind of what I would recommend if those are the two that you're you're like thinking about, like which one should I use? That's what I would go with all right jc says howdy guess what day it is mike mike Mike, mike. <laughs> it's Hope <hump> day <laughs> you guys are so funny oh man uh mile 62 trail running channel says frank there are two pro chinese females in the utmb fu child chang i think i said that right is top ranked i probably didn't uh and i bet courtney wins again this year yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see i mean there was some sad news though tragic news overnight um uh I remember going to like getting to bed a little bit later and hearing about the, the race, um, the one race, the TDS being halted. Um, and so, but that because, uh, a runner fell and died. Uh, so another tragedy in the mountain ultra trail racing scene, um, person, I think they tried to hello, uh, uh, like get that person out by helicopter, but it was, uh, not enough. So, a dangerous sport still we got to remember that but yeah jesse Storbeck says yo i'm bending my fall marathon training because of a tilly tendonitis i'm so sorry to hear that buddy this going high drop in the brooks ghost was not enough to save me lol you know i you know i'm never really sure when people say that about the tendonitis i guess like i could see why like high, uh, high drop or very high drop would work but I'm also like, does that make it worse or better? I I don't know. I could be convinced either way. But I'm sorry to hear that it didn't work out for you. Um. Yeah, and that ghost, that's a 12-millimeter drop shoe, right? It's a lot of drop, a lot of drop. Um, but I'm, I'm bummed to hear that. I'm bummed to hear that. Luis Becerra says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, Luis? Good to see ya." And Ed says, hi, all. Before I chat, just want to go over some disclosures. No one sent me the link to this live stream. No one paid me to watch the live stream. So without, with that disclosure out of the way, let's start. Well, I appreciate that. You know, there could be people watching thinking like, you know, who are all these people here? They might be bots. They might be paid to be here, you know. So I appreciate the disclosures always. Um, so uh, one thing to keep in mind. So I th- I'm think i still trying to upload today's video. I thought it would be done by now. But it's still uploading and the computers in the other room, so I can't pause it without getting up. But the, that that is going up today right now and so if the connection isn't so great it's because i am uh i I guess in a big metaphor for myself i'm getting in my own way uh in terms of like the live stream upload quality so i apologize for that it should be done soon i thought it i really thought it'd be done by now all right all right a happy jogger says hi to Co and the gang four mile tempo run in this uh sock and endorphin speed sweet Good. That's great. All right. Alright. I think that you've been really enjoying those since they got it. And you got the noblast Blast 2, I think, at the same time. It's a lot of fun shoes. Awesome. Glad to hear you're enjoying them. And my mom's here coming in from New Jersey. Very cool. Um, alright. I'm gonna try to catch up to you guys, but I gotta sit, make sure I say hi to everyone that was here uh earlier. It says Co and Co, early birds, I'm early ish. Co your face is a big blur. Is it? Uh oh. So maybe you're gonna have to figure out Hmm, if my face is a big blur did you guys ever see that there's a woody allen movie where um i forget which one it is because he made so many and they're all like the premise of all of them is kind of the same right but um there's a woody allen movie where uh people are literally out of focus or blurry i don't remember i saw i saw that movie maybe 15 years ago anyone no nobody <laughs> but hopefully it uh the other thing will finish uploading soon and then we'll get back to it if it doesn't you know if, the conditions don't improve quickly I'll, I'll i'll go and stop that other upload all right jason Dahl said hey everyone storm has pushed yesterday's run to tonight it's just as nasty out, isn't it it's just gross out there it's so hot um i had the pleasure of going for a run today with some internet friends people that i have been you know no interacting with on instagram and, and youtube for a long time but never actually met in person we almost met a couple of times but never in person Uh, they were in chicago today so we went for a run along the lakefront really nice beautiful views but it was hot the places where there is the best views there isn't a lot of tree cover and so we were just like cooking out there so it was it was hot and that was at like nine o'clock in the morning so like in theory not that bad in the southern counties in some of the like further areas down south from chicago they're in a heat advisory, so like, uh, I don't think the actual temperature is going to get to hit triple digits, but like the feels like temperature is going to be like, you know, close to 110. So there's a heat advisory for those uh, counties that are a little bit further away from the lake. So it's it's hot. It's it's so hot here. I know it gets hotter other places, but for me, this is hot. All right, Chris Dyke wants to know if work will allow him to make it through the full live stream today. So fingers crossed for that. Um, all right, and Steve says um evening all have you seen the new under armor ad online it's only the shoe slams down and foam doesn't compress at all it looks like a brick of a shoe i've seen some ads for it um i don't remember seeing anything like that though so i'll have to check but i do remember seeing ads for it and i'm like i don't know under armor finally made a shoe that's that's like good the flow velocity win is good it's expensive but i imagine it'll go on sale soon it's expensive but it's good if it's not on sale already. But I'm like you lost Asia lear and you lost Morgan McDonald. I'm like those are two big losses in the same year or contract cycle. Do they still have the rock? I think they still have the rock. Do they have I mean I know they got other athletes but like as far as like the running, I mean those were like their last two like holding on for that like credibility in the running space, you know? And I'm just like if you lose them what what who's i mean no disrespect to anyone who's still at under armor i don't know who's still at under armor is steven scullion still at under armor i don't know the irish marathoner i think he's irish um i don't know if he's still there or, or not i saw him running in some other shoes the other day in a video of his so like i don't know but i don't know who's still at under armor as far as a sponsored athlete and i think they lost two big names so it's a, it's a bummer for under armor all right Let's scroll down. I'm sorry if I missed your running question. If you had a running question that you wanted that you came here to get answered, and/or if you're new, if you want to let me know where you're coming from, and I missed it, feel free to put it in the in the chat again. I'm sorry to make you um sorry to make you repeat yourself. And Adam says, "Back in focus." I just I just saw like the little icon. There's a little icon up here that I see. I don't know if you guys see that. It went away. So I think maybe the other video is up now. So maybe that either that or my computer died or the battery went, you know, like the battery went dead or it went to sleep or something. But all right either way we're we're here kurt says under armor still has the dark sky running group whiny collati oh yeah that's right I totally forgot about that my my mistake my apologies um, for the disrespect there they do still have the dark sky running group that's i i feel like we, they got they got to make sure they keep them keep them happy right uh up with the birds has a running question says any good tips for a new runner just starting Um, I will say, uh, like my main thing for a lot of people that are just starting out running is, you know, run today so you can run tomorrow, right? You want to at the, in the beginning, you want to build habits. It doesn't matter if you ran faster today than you ever run. If you can't run tomorrow, right? So the idea in the beginning is to build the consistency and build the habit. And that's when you get past the point of like running is a chore once you build that habit, running becomes like the thing that you look forward to in the day. So like, that's one of the things that I would say. The other thing that I would say that's like kind of a corollary to that is like, you know, it's going to be really tempting to like try and, you know, you're in this like new space. You see all these other people online that are posting stuff from Strava and like posting the runs and all that. Um, You know, those are people that might've been doing it for a little while. Maybe they're new too, but everyone has their own kind of like, rate in terms of you know and and timeline in terms of when they kind of like get into the flow of running and just go at your own pace you know to no pun intended it's a terrible pun but i feel like that's the best comparison that works and um you know every like all that like trying to like do what everyone else is doing is a lot of vanity it's something that i'm definitely very guilty of Um, but I can tell you from like being, I'm trying some new stuff. I'm trying a triathlon and getting into some new spaces, swimming and cycling. You know, I'm trying to figure out what are the ways that I can build and grow and not necessarily like try and make myself look like other triathletes. You know, like I, I might stick out as the new guy, but I am the new guy. I should stick out and that's fine. You know, I'm learning, I'll get there. So like, that's kind of the way. I'm looking at it. So hopefully that you can think about that too and not worry about what other people are thinking. Just get out there, have fun. You don't even have to run the whole time when you're out there as a new runner, run walk, especially when it's super hot out and uh, just work on building that consistency, getting out there for a certain amount of minutes for a certain number of days a week. And then things will snowball real fast. All right. Simon Evans says called into a new balance factory store last week and picked up a fuel cell propeller version two for 31 pounds. Whoa. A bargain but i have no idea where they will fit into my rotation maybe a commuting shoe well i mean uh the propel that is the stability version of the rebel isn't it or is it right isn't that what it is so i feel like if you need the stability shoe that could be something that i mean that it fits in naturally as like the stable daily trainer is that right though the propel is the stability that's what i think so that's that's one way you can run with it and the other thing it could be, it could just be like your general shoe or like something that I remember I used to do when I was in high school is, you know, I would kind of have like a newer shoe and then an older shoe. Um, cause I didn't really have multiple shoes at the same time, except until one was getting like a little bit older in age. Um, and then i would like save the older shoe if i knew it was going to be muddy out or like it was going to be gross out and then the newer shoe for like nicer conditions so that could just be another way if it's like you know hey it's your like knocking around shoe like whatever if it gets dirty it gets gross you know uh, you could beat it up um and just treat it that way so that's another way you can do it uh eli natal says would you suggest the hoka tarant 2 for longer trail runs 20 plus miles i would say overall yes but I think the, the thing that for, with trail running, at least in my experience, is like um, a big thing about it is the terrain that you're going to run on, not always necessarily the distance. Right. And so like for, for road running, that's like, is this a long run shoe? Is this a speed shoe? You know, That's kind of like the way you look at it. I think in trails, you have to look at it in terms of like distance is one variable and technicality is another variable as well. And so what I would say is for what I would consider easy to moderate trails, the Torrent 2 is fantastic for long runs. It's got plenty of cushion in it. Um, It's got a lot of room in the toe box to allow for some foot foot swelling. Um, But it's still got some lugs on there. So it's like it's a pretty good kind of all-rounder. And I like it for longer runs. So I I would highly recommend it for that. Shenkai says, would you recommend gels for a half marathon? I'm not an experienced runner. This is my official, official race. My half marathon best time is currently 158 awesome so um you're doing great my first half marathon was 205 and change and i was like i'm awesome at this which i i felt i did feel like it was a pretty good accomplishment and at that time i felt like a two hour half marathon is pretty amazing and it is so you're doing great uh, for your first official race i would recommend playing around with, if i mean if you're mar- if you're half marathons like this weekend i'd probably say stick with the liquid in terms of uh race hydration and race nutrition um but for me i like to bring gels along for the half marathon i'll usually bring like two to three um, which is probably a lot for most people Um, but i usually like to have one at like um you know anywhere between the third and fifth mile and then like sixth to tenth mile and then maybe i'll need it depending on how early i took the other two maybe i'll take the third one usually the third one doesn't get used so for me most frequently it's miles five and ten uh while also drinking in sports drink along the way too so you're getting some sugar and electrolytes from sometimes electrolytes from the gel depending on which one it is but you're also supplementing that also with some liquids so especially if it's a summer race you want to have a lot of liquid just to help you stay cool too so that's what i would do um but you know depending on how soon it is if you don't have time to practice it some gels don't sit well with some people's stomach than others remember at the top of the live stream today we we're talking about how you know one of the best ultra runners in the world was derailed not from a poor pacing strategy or maybe it's somewhat related but not a poor pacing strategy um or being unable to finish the course but because of gastrointestinal distress so something that i would test um but yeah cool i I do i do to answer the question all right andre masculi says greetings from brazil do you think it's important using minimalist shoes the nike free rn for example in some runnings and so we have a lot of plate slash max cushioning in a way to avoid any kind of lesions this is a question that keeps popping up a lot it's popped up a lot in the last two or three weeks i'm not sure why um probably because shoes like the primex have come out uh and um like the bondi x have come out and stuff like that maybe maybe it's because there's that guy that always puts ads in front of and i'm glad that he's paying for ad space that's great the guy that's like i don't run in comfortable shoes and you shouldn't run in comfortable shoes either that commercial i don't i'm not a big fan of that commercial i have no qualms with barefoot or minimalist running i just don't like that commercial um because the main reason i don't like that commercial is because it feels like it was made after someone read a book on viral marketing so i don't like it but um yeah i don't i don't think that you need to run in minimalist shoes to countervail any potential physiological problems that may arise from running in maximally cushioned shoes or carbon plated shoes right so I don't think that if you run in a max cushion shoe, you have to balance it with a no cushion shoe. I don't think that's necessarily how it works in terms of what you're concerned about, which could be some maladaptations from running in max cushion shoes. I think that running in a variety of stack heights with a variety of heel drops is probably the more prudent option. And I think that seems to be the consensus from the physical therapy community. My primary source being uh, the doctors of running they're uh, a team of several doctors of physical therapy, PhDs, right? Um, that's why they're doctors, the PhDs. PhDs in doc, uh, in physical therapy and their consensus seems to be that a variety is what you need. I personally don't think that, and I'm not a physical therapist um, or an orthopod or anything like that, but I don't think that there's a problem running in all max cushion shoes or all carbon plated shoes. I'm not sure that there's data out there that set, that says that. Um, but if you're concerned about it, I think always whenever we're concerned about these kinds of things, like, is it bad if I blank? Like, is it bad if I just run seven days a week? Is it bad if I only run in Mexican shoes? The best solution for that, if you're concerned, is to insert variety into your training regimen. So that's kind of how I would approach it. But I don't think that you have to be like, well, I ran two times a week in Bondi X's. So now two times a week, I got to run on the grass barefoot so i hope that answers the question all right um adam says take off take the snap-on visor off the helmet it's for mountain bikers roadies and tri-geeks typically don't have it i know i know at this point the helmets are just there to kind of like tease everybody to uh, because i don't have like i I did order a road bike helmet it's hopefully will arrive before the triathlon but the helmet that i had in iowa was the only helmet that i could buy at walmart when i bought the walmart bike and it it, i didn't know it was a mountain bike helmet but it is a mountain bike helmet and it goes along well with my mountain bike so that was fine and then at home all i have is a burn helmet and not a road one it's more of like you know it's got i i bought it with the intent that i'd be riding in the winter when i was bike commuting a lot so it covers my ears and it's got a lot of coverage and it looks like a skater's helmet more than it does a bicyclist helmet and i wear it when i longboard but i've been riding with that one on the road bike for the past couple of days and i'll you know it's i know it's not the right the, the best helmet to wear but um i i'm aware that i'm doing it wrong but i'm just gonna let it be for a little bit and hopefully my new helmet will come in soon i didn't buy like a i didn't buy like an aerial helmet i just bought a road bike helmet so it'll be coming soon all right g says j y y y yeah i said it right any suggestions for a fast training shoe 400 eight hundred minute reps on the track under 100 bucks currently looking at the a hyperspeed and the sl 20.2 what does the puma liberate nitro come in at does anyone know i don't remember that one i love running track uh workouts in that shoe it just feels great that the nitro foam is good when it's thin like that too it's a very flexible and i you know sometimes i like to have a little bit of torsion control on the track i just i want it to be like very little between me and the track so i think that would be another one to look at too but um the hyper speed i'm not sure i would like that one for the track the sl 20.2 i'd probably like that one a little bit more i would also um you know i didn't try the canvara this year normally the canvara is like a safe choice to to um recommend for that but i haven't tried it um yeah and i don't i know the retail on that is not under 100 bucks but maybe you can get some if you could find like a canvara 9 that would definitely be under 100 under 100 bucks that would be a good choice for um i think the canvara 10 as well the 11 is the one i ran in that one is not a track shoe that's more of a daily trainer but like the 9 and 10 i think were the ones that were definitely meant a little bit more for speed all right um lost my mouse just i don't know if it falls asleep or what just goes away every once in a while all right stevie 76 says all right (laughs) thanks for the super chat and he wants to know any chance getting koozie's my wife on the live stream maybe for some q a we had a my wife (laughs) (laughs) that was too loud guys sorry um you know she doesn't really want to be on on camera a lot you know i try to sneak her in in some of the shots when we do family stuff every once in a while um but she doesn't really want to be on camera but i will let her know that there has been a request for A. Q&A. you know i've been um ever since we went to boston and i had to like figure out how to have two microphones at the same time and i had to basically jerry rig something together because um, my usb mixing board only has input for one microphone and a couple of other sound inputs but one microphone so i was like oh i gotta upgrade some equipment i think so that could be a good reason i have some other potential projects longer term where or maybe someone might be shorter i actually pitched a brand on something where i would need more microphones and stuff so we'll see uh you know i've been looking for excuse to play, play with more microphones um but that could be a good one so we'll see we'll see all right um yeah frank says the puma liver at Nitro is 100 bucks there you go so that would be my number one recommendation yeah um spicy pretzel says you may change the helmet but keep the glasses they look great on you oh really see i thought like the aviator i i feel like those the gooder aviators are smaller than regular aviators like if you get ray-ban avi like real aviators they're a bit bigger they cover more of the face and i got a big head like I'm reference size shoes. I'm like usually like medium, sometimes a small for tops and sometimes for bottoms too. So I'm like pretty much like straight average, like a Mr. Average. Like they like if they made a mannequin, well, I think they make mannequins taller, but like I am like straight off the rack for most stuff. But I have a big melon. And so like um you know, regular glasses just never seem to fit me right. That's why I, like Wayfarers are usually pretty safe cuz they're like kind of an oversized frame. So I like those um, but the the gooder aviators i always thought they look kind of weird on me but maybe i will that's kind of like my backup choice again i ordered a pair of like more like triathlon style glasses i normally just like think they look ridiculous but thomas has been run i've seen thomas running in his i run with thomas when he's been in his and then ashley mateo who i met over in boston she's like the more i the more the more endurance events i do the bigger the sunglasses gets. And i'm like okay well, maybe it's time for me. But I, that one I don't think was going to arrive. I ordered some, but I don't think it's going to arrive in time for the triathlon. So I might be staying with the aviators for the classes. All right. Let's see. Mm, DJ Cracker 800 says, good morning. Just logged on. Welcome, DJ. Ah, Coffee is delicious. I got to tell you. CV76 says, big head equals big brain. Well, you know, I I, th- I always feel like it's inversely r- proportional, right? Like big head means small brain, like dinosaurs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and uh, Frank says wraparound glasses are nicer on the bike for wind in the face. That's the main reason why I was like, I need to get some different glasses, because uh, one day I was, like the one I think the first day that I was on the road bike, I didn't wear glasses at all, and it just reminded me like, ah, now I remember when I was on the motorcycle, I always had a full face helmet with the visor that comes down and it's just because like even in the summer and it's hotter because like just you know you don't want get something to get in your eye you don't want debris from the road to pop up and get yeah so i do think i want something else and the regular sunglasses that i've been using like the gooder ones basically in my peripheral vision like there's like reflections that are happening that are real funny so i keep thinking that like something's appearing and so i think if i had the wraparounds it would it would help so yeah i'm ready i'm ready um nssi on gcn has huge cycling classes and you should try them i i think that like you know if i got to like if i i think i got really big ones so we'll see we'll see like they're not ski goggle big but they're big so i i think i may have gotten comically big ones but i don't don't know it's hard to tell like i've never bought glasses of this style before and like i don't know how giant they're gonna be on my face or if they'll just look like normal glasses on my face because i got a big face i don't i don't know (laughs) i really don't know um all right let's see um there was another question that i really wanted to get to um where was it oh phil Phil says, have you been approached by any websites or magazines asking you to write reviews or other articles? Would you want to? Yeah, I would love to. um, But I I suspect that a lot of that stuff is building relationships with those magazines first, like Runner's World or something like that, or or like Men's Health or GQ or whatever um, would require me being more in the freelance journalism space. I think that like, you know, until I could build more of a repertoire. And I guess, you know, it has it has occurred to me to make a website and like post written versions of the reviews because i know like the the limitation of video is engaging i love video i prefer working in video but i also do really enjoy writing um, and i think that for a lot of people well back when we were all commuting like i know a lot of people might be on a bus or train and would rather read and scroll through something than have have headphones in and watch a video sideways you know and so i think that there's a very big portion of potential views that i'm missing um so i that would probably happen first before i started like knocking on people's doors and like i just don't like a lot of rejection and stuff so like i don't want to be like harassing people like a million times like can i write a review for you can i write a review for you here's a review that i wrote on spec in case you guys want to pick it up you know like i don't want to do any of that stuff it's just a real grind and a hassle um that i i would rather just write it myself and like put it on my own blog and then just try to derive ad revenue that way Um, so i've thought about it for sure and i was had always kind of in the back burner thought well if i ever go full time then like during the day i'll have time to write because the kids will be in school so school starts monday i'm not saying that i'm gonna start writing reviews starting monday but you know i got some other stuff that i still need to take care of um so like my days during school will still be busy but you know maybe something for later this year or 2022 that could be something i do think that like there's a space for something that's in between like a review and also like a like a kind of like a running vlog but a running blog that there's a space for something in between that that like i don't know i do a, like an almost daily live stream i do videos m- m- many times a week like how much more can i possibly say but I think there's a lot of like inner monologue stuff that sometimes makes it into the form of like the run meditation or the run motivation videos. But I think there's also longer form that I'd really love to be able to explore some more too. So like there's, there, there, you know, it's something that's. I wouldn't say it's on a back burner, but yeah. But to be to more directly answer the question, at least the first question, uh, believe in the runs the only one that's asked me to write something, and that's when they sent me over the craft, um, the ultra carbon the the zebra one um which i think was more of like a prototype Uh, i did a write-up for them on that and so like i don't think it got a lot of traction (laughs) but um you know it's my first time writing uh like a shoe review so like i i think i need to it's one of those areas where like you know i don't read a lot of shoe reviews um or a lot of running content i don't i consume it by tweets and instagram and on video i don't read a lot of it so like i need to figure out like How are people communicating and how do i want to make it mine you know what's my voice in that space but you know hopefully there'll be some time to do some of that stuff chris dyke wants to know Co. how do you fit speed workouts into the weekly rotation with swimming and biking yeah so i feel like for me uh you know i'm not an expert this is my first triathlon uh i'm spending a lot of time figuring stuff out so like in terms of running um what i've been doing is i treat like a day if i do a day that's just swimming or just swimming and biking or just biking i treat that as like an easy day running wise so let's say i have seven days of running per week right that's kind of like my normal is to run every day i might take two of those days if i'm like very if i'm getting close to training for some for a race i might take two of those days one day is more of a speed day and the other is a long run with some speed in it um if I'm swimming and biking together, I'll still leave two days of intense running. So like the proportionality wise, it might be like more than half of my runs are workouts, but I've also have another entire week of like swimming and bicycling, you know? So like, that's kind of how I see it. So still two days a week of uh, something faster, Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I would uh, would view it. Whether that's ideal or not, I don't know. um this triathlon build-up has not been ideal um just because i'm learning so much stuff and i'm still so new to everything so yeah so that's kind of my approach to it though all right all right martha martha says hey i heard y'all talking about a serious runner so i found him last night and watched a bunch hilarious some people have missed seem to miss that it's satire uh anyone here actually know him Kafuzi?" I don't i don't know him but um i recognized when i saw a serious runner i recognized him right away because there was a sage candidate video when he did like analysis of a runner running 651 pace and sage had just a friend in the area running like a 20 mile day uh at a variety of paces and that was the same guy so then once i saw like that same guy making videos i think one time sage had sage Kennedy had like tweeted this is so funny kind of thing and it was kind of promoting his his friend's channel um and so that's kind of i was like oh yeah that's that guy that's that guy from the video same guy so um that's kind of how i find it so i don't i don't know him personally but i feel like you know i feel like we would be friends <laughs> uh, either that or i would annoy the heck out of him i probably would annoy the heck out of him <laughs> but yeah Uh Yeah. Scott says like, do your own thing or join believe in the run. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think believe in the run is great. I think that we're probably, uh, you know, I mean, I think that'd be cool to be part of that team. I feel like I get along well, I think I would slot in really nicely, but like, you know, I think we're stronger apart in this situation than we are together. Um, that, you know, and also like, you know, I've, I had my own business for 10 years and so i was like my own boss for for a long time and i've been doing this on my own for a long time like the way i mean i'm i'm pretty i'm like an outside cat now you can't take an outside cat and make it an inside cat it's just going to claw the furniture and just constantly be asked to ask to go outside so like that's so i feel like me trying to like join into like a more organized structure will be frustrating for me Um, and maybe i'm closing off myself to potential opportunities for that they haven't talked about that or anything but i just think that it works really well the way things are right now so i'm enjoying it and for doing my own thing yeah i mean yeah i think that uh, you know at some point writing will become a part of it whether it's more like Bromka style like writing prose or reviews or maybe the whole gamut you know who knows we'll see um says dc rainmaker has detailed web reviews and shorter video reviews it works for him yeah i feel like that would be like kind of like the gold standard in terms of having written reviews that complement the the videos as well um, i think that one of the things i mean i don't read dc rainmaker because i don't commute anymore and that's when i did most of my reading is on the on commutes but like um and anytime i sit down to re- read on my phone it's usually just scrolling through twitter or or instagram but um you know it's very useful like when you're doing a google search for something written reviews are super useful right and or like written walkthroughs you know so like that's super helpful so that's something that definitely has like caught my attention um as something that i'd like uh, you know i might do but he's like his level of thoroughness on everything is very intimidating right so i'm like if i make a how-to video How to? If I do a write-up on a how-to, it's not going to be anything near as good as DC Raymaker, so I'm not going to even try, right? So there's a lot of that that I feel, but I feel like as well, like my audience is probably a little bit different than DC Raymaker's. DC Raymaker's audience probably wants exactly that level of meticulousness and detail. In mine, maybe some of some of you guys do, maybe some of you guys don't. So that's uh, a way to think of it. But I certainly have like looked to him as kind of like a model and as a i mean i don't think we really know each other but um as more of a, like a mentor in terms of like i'm like i watch what he does i see how he's doing it you know and i'm like you know learning like him and desfit um they they have like a just a different level uh, when it comes to like looking at something analytically um and also when they're having fun so like it's just like they're able to balance that really well and i think that they do such a good job so, and sometimes it's intimidating because it's so good all right thomasville says no outside cat wants to use a litter box yeah i would just poop and pee all over them oh look we got matt the where'd it go matt's here he says yo what's going on what's going on matt how are you oh but while you're here matt i got i got a question a triathlon triathlon noob question by the way anyone that's interested in 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 doing a triathlon matt made a really great video a little while ago about like what to expect on your first triathlon and i found it super helpful kind of like the nuts and bolts things that like you don't know that you need to ask and figure out so a lot of that kind of stuff um, was in there but here's one thing i have a question about so yesterday i went down and i did my uh, first open water swim that's what today's video is about i think it's up now um i think it's finished uploading by now it might be still processing i don't know but i went i have a, my i put on the wetsuit i wore it for the first time i did try it on at home first and my kids thought it was hilarious because they like like they were just trying to like squeeze me into the thing and like pull up the zipper they were like jumping and trying to like get the zipper up it was really uh funny and i was like i'm gonna break this thing before i even get it in the water but i got it on it's a sleeveless um wetsuit and the way it's cut my sleeveless like um triathlon top You could see it underneath and i was looking around at all the other dudes none of the other dudes had their like triathlon shirt underneath their wetsuit was i being was i being a noob should i not wear that do i put on the triathlon top after i get out of the water or should i wear it in the water and just you know that's just the way mine fits that's a maybe any if anyone else can answer it you know i'd I'd love to see that i I just because i didn't know i'm like i every i'm like everybody's looking at me they know that i'm the new one and i don't i and and i messed it up and i shouldn't have worn my triathlon shirt underneath my wetsuit so i don't know uh yeah so i don't know what, what the answer to that question is all right martha says about cats though that the rescued indoor cats are the are the best all right can i be can i be considered a rescued indoor cat I don't think so i've been an outside cat i think a reformed outside cat is the best i can hope for <laughs> all right terry furlong says oh adam says about the shirt put it on after i get out so swim without the shirt okay but i wear i wear i gotta wear the triathlon shorts though underneath by the way like i, I just ordered another pair of triathlon shorts because the ones that i had they're wearing through on the back like, I feel like I'm about to wear it, wear them out. It's not because I got cheap ones, although I did get cheap ones, but I think it's because, uh, last weekend I forgot to bring swim trunks. So when we went to the pool, I went in my triathlon shorts and, um, my daughter at this other pool that we went to, they let you like ride with your kid down this spinny slide. Whereas the Dyersville pool, they don't let you do that. So my, the baby w- wanted to do that the entire time. So I went down a spinning slide, probably like, Uh, literally a hundred times last weekend um and then my wife also probably went literally like 100 150 times We just what she would just get off the slide and run back up the ladder to do it again um and i think the friction of riding down a water slide in the triathlon shorts was like wearing out the back of it so hopefully i'll get a new one um, oh, and Matt said he sent me a sleeve suit and, and, and a different tri-suit if you want to try. It. All right. Well, all right. I, don't, I haven't gotten it yet. I'll check the packages. But yeah, I think, I think I need some, I think I need some options here at this point. Um, and Jason says, so I appreciate that, Matt. Awesome. Um, and Thomas says chlorine kills the tri-gear. So maybe that's what it is too. <laughs> so they should just start triathlons with the slide. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, awesome and jeff ellie said in my triathlon shorts i had too much glued activation <laughs> that's funny that's so funny simon says go naked under the wetsuit and change that to transition if anybody is offended it's their fault for looking <laughs> I, I don't i don't think that's gonna work for me um and jason Dahl said he wore his under the wetsuit because it made him feel like a pro even though he's super slow yeah i think i'm gonna wear mine uh i don't know maybe i will maybe i won't i'm not sure if i i don't know if i ultimately go with a sleeved shirt i probably won't because i don't want to wear a sleeve shirt under a sleeveless tri uh wetsuit so we'll we'll see what i end up going with um and matt says i'm not being a noob for wearing it that way it'll be faster in t1 if you don't have to pull it up over wet arms okay all right so we'll see Hakuru says wear a one-piece suit and you roll the top part down so you get out of the water yeah well i mean i have i have a one piece like wetsuit yeah and then i'll wait and you roll the till you get out of the water oh i see what you're saying so then there's like a a band of fabric then at your waist i don't know if i'd like that but i guess that makes sense hmm and thomas said since it was a swim only most people probably did not have their kit on on race day you'll see more okay okay all right thanks guys thanks for like answering and humoring my like noob questions terry says the best triathlon tip i was ever given works for all sports take your own toilet paper and wear your one piece under your wetsuit okay i'm not gonna have a one piece i don't think so um we'll see i think i love i love all the opinions on it it's very helpful to me um yeah and adam says unless it's super hot you don't want to start the bike with a wet shirt see like i i think i'd be all i think it's gonna be pretty warm on saturday on sunday so like i think that i'll actually like it like the little bit of the wind and the wet i get it i think um and thomas says no one's gonna care what i look like i'll be in the water yeah and i'll be well i feel like i'll get a lot of eyes on me though because i'll be the last one out of the water so i feel like but then if i like if i'm doing something wrong you know they'll be like oh okay that's why he's last you know so it'll be okay (laughs) oh you guys are awesome um cv76 says will you be dq'd for b if i go naked i i I don't know i think i thought there were rules about stuff like that like aren't there rules in some of them like you can't like unzip too far for men because women don't i don't I don't i think that's what i'm not sure what the rules are on that so yeah yeah we'll see we'll see i mean i i yeah (sighs) ah i'm looking forward to the triathlon i mean you guys all see the video but i did the um since i got have you guys here already i'll tell you about it um i did finish the swim and i got to the open water swim and it was just basically like hey you're gonna you're gonna swim a mile today oh yeah spicy pretzel i think you i think you had put this up earlier and i apologize i missed the question i did see it he said what are the distance your triathlon going to be i'm doing olympic distance so it's a 1500 meter swim a 40 kilometer bike ride and a 10k run and so like for me it gets easier and easier as I go go down through the day but it'll also be hotter and I'll be tired more and more tired as I go so um yeah so the distance is the 1500 meter swim and I think we swam a mile yesterday you know in one go which is my longest in one go although we did break at the quarter mile spot uh, point um, you know we a couple of us rested on a kayak uh, a stand-up paddleboard and then or just a paddleboard um i don't know if it was a stand the guy wasn't standing on it um and then at the halfway point at the turnaround we hung out on the wall for a little bit but then the last half mile i did swim the whole way i mean i did some a variety of strokes but i didn't have to like take a break break so yeah so i feel good about it and um now i know that i can do it so that's a big thing so i'm feeling really good and confident now um i'm I'm by no means am i going to set any age group records i don't even think i'm going to be in the middle of the pack um i think as long as i could beat the street sweepers as far as like you know missing cutoff i don't i haven't seen anything about cutoff times but you know i don't know um jason Dahl says does the bike course still go on lower wacker you feel like batman riding down there i think it does um i think it does someone was mentioning to me yesterday that um you know that part when you go from lower record to up i think there's a part where you transition up and that's like the only real big hill i guess and it's punchy is what someone said they use that word punchy so um yeah so i think i, th- I think that we are going to be on there i definitely need to look more at the course. Um, but like i don't know like i think i looked at the course initially but it's in chicago so it's not like there's going to be huge surprises in terms of like oh i didn't know that this was mountainous right so like that's the main thing that i usually do when i look at a race very early i just try to figure out are there any surprises that i need to specifically train for and then i won't look really at it until like a couple of days before I am. so yeah um garrett meek says what kind of stroke are you thinking of going on race day i'm gonna be doing front crawl and side stroke so that's going to be the two i think that i mentioned it yesterday that i get i have kind of have vertigo um but uh, i don't know if it's the vertigo or what or if it's just someone one of the instructors was saying yesterday like if you're once you're swimming for a while your body gets used to that and then if you change and like are resting sometimes that makes people like lightheaded or whatever um So I don't know if it's that or if it's my vertigo acting up but when i bilateral breathe that makes me lightheaded and feel a little bit motion sick and if i try to swim on my back and float that also like like instantly it feels like blood rushed either to my head or away from my head one of the two and i just feel terrible i feel like i'm going to vomit so like i'm not going to be doing any backstroke um or resting that way so like side stroke and, and front crawl those will be my two hope my goal is to do more front crawl than side stroke but like i was telling uh the new runner at the beginning or earlier in the in the podcast in the live stream today you know like i feel like the desire to do more front crawl than side stroke is that vanity you know we want to be like wow that's what reg, that's what real swimmers do so you got to swim like a real swimmer like you know if i get out there on the day and i'm like my my regular swim stroke feels like crap and only thing it feels good is side stroke i'll just do side stroke the whole time i've timed it out uh, per hundred i'm like 10 seconds slower if I do side stroke. So like it doesn't say much for my front crawl um, But you know like so it's a lot of it's just gonna be vanity, you know So I like to to pick one or the other so whatever I feel like I can sustain for the day Is is what i'm gonna go with? I think that the best way for me to be fast is to do something whatever I can do to not have to actually stop Which I probably still will um, uh, and Matt says, if you feel dizzy, it's probably from cold water hitting the eardrums. You make swimming earplug if it's a major problem. Uh, maybe I'll have to do that because I get water stuck in my ear all the time. Like in the middle of a, like a swim workout in the pool session, I'll just be like bouncing my head, trying to get the water out. And sometimes if I forget, uh, or even if I do feel like I got the water out, it'll be like four or five hours later in the day. And I'll be like, oh there's water in there and then i'll like just jump up and down trying to get the water out so like, maybe yeah so yeah uh, all right frank says when they first started triathlons the navy seals would compete but they were trained to swim quietly so they didn't do very well yeah so like i think that i'll be doing a lot of that kind of swimming the quiet swimming i guess all right um yeah and rob just rob says put the goggles under the cap since others will be around it'll make sure people don't accidentally pull those off yeah so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to double cap it so i'm going to have my regular cap the goggles and then whatever colored cap they need me to wear is it will be on top so i think i'm going to do that um so we'll go with that yeah Garrett gary says if you're swimming in water you're a real swimmer aren't you yeah yeah we say that all the time with the runners so I, yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll be swimming. I'll be. I'll be. I mean, I'll be finishing it. So, you know, it'll get me across the line, and that's all that matters, right? So. And JC says the earplugs change the swim for him. They don't block sound. Oh, okay. That's good to know. All right. And, and it says the breaststroke is quite a good stroke for runners. The breathing is closer to running. Hmm yeah maybe i'll do that I'll, I'll annoy people by being the breaststroker but that's okay and spicy pretzel wants to know what about the running shoes on race day i'm gonna go with the carbon x2s and i just ordered and i think they should arrive on time some speed laces so um the colors won't exactly match i think but it'll be close enough i'll get some red speed laces on there so that way i can just like cinch them and be off and and running um and just hop right into them so that's that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna go with so i think that'll be fun to try that out um yeah and rob just rob said do you have a wetsuit is it wetsuit legal it is and i think the temperature water temperature yesterday was 71 73 somewhere in there um uh, i don't think until it gets much hotter in you know, water temp wise does it become like wetsuit optional um so like but it'll be it'll, it'll be a nice temperature for water um but i'll still be able to swim in the wetsuit and that was fun i do i do enjoy swimming in the wetsuit i gotta say scott says proud of you i'm looking forward to how it went best of luck thanks scott thanks i know i got you guys cheering for me so that's definitely something i'll be remembering when i'm in the water and want to quit you know so that that definitely helps me um martha says have you reviewed the carbon x2s yet my friend in, in, in my sd san diego running store thinks it's the cp racer that might suit me the carbon plate eraser that might suit me but it's too late to try now uh, I did, I, you know, I haven't run it in a while, but I did make content about it earlier in the year. It was before the Mach Four came out, is when I reviewed it. Um, so, like, that's that's how long ago I reviewed that shoe. Um, and I've got maybe thirty to forty miles in on it, and so I like it because it's not as pronounced of a carbon plate feel, um, but it's more of a carbon plate feel than the Carbon X One. It's also a little bit softer and a little bit roomier than the carbon x1 so a lot of the things that i thought were problems with the carbon x1 are fixed in the carbon x2 it still doesn't feel like a super super fast shoe but you know i like the mechanics it's like a i mean if you like the mach 4 then you're going to find the carbon x2 enjoyable whether you think it's like you know a super shoe or not i feel like a lot of people are going to quibble about that but um it feels like a more you know race oriented mach 4 is probably the best way i can say it spicy pretzel says i wish you all the best for the race fingers crossed thanks spicy and matthew doherty says i'll be there with you it's my first olympic international should be an awesome day for race awesome matthew so if i see you you gotta make sure you say hi uh i mean i guess i could probably look for a guy with glasses but you'll probably have a swim cap and goggles on so it'll be hard for me to recognize you so make sure you say hi and maybe we can grab a beer afterwards um and adam says you're gonna blow by people on the run and that'll feel good i i i think so i think just because of how slow my swim is going to be um i'm hoping to catch some people on the bike and on the run but i also like i I was doing the math yesterday i'm like i think i'm gonna be finishing uh, like a three and a half it's gonna be a three and a half hour day for me maybe longer that puts me like way in the back so like i don't know how many people will be left to pass at that point so we'll see um mm, all right Jeff says, have you ever done any runs off the bike? I've done some like not not I haven't done one where I was like tried to set up a transition zone or anything like that But i've done days where it's like, you know, i'm gonna go ride first and then go for like park the bike in the garage You know leave shoes outside and just switch shoes and then like and then go um, or previously I didn't have bicycle shoes. So I just ran I biked in my running shoes So i've done that so like um so i've done that i've done you know swim runs bike runs most of my workouts this summer were some sort of bricks where it was just two disciplines in the same day um so like i feel somewhat comfortable in like the feeling of like you know just like jelly legs going from one thing to another hopefully i've done enough of that (laughs) we'll see uh okay all right Um, I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today. Guys, tomorrow's video is going to be, I think just kind of like a running vlog video kind of day talking about, um, uh, what I was up to meeting some friends, that kind of thing. So it should just be kind of just fun um if i make a video about it you know i don't know sometimes i'm like i don't know do people want to watch these but i think it's kind of fun just to have kind of like what's going on day to day a more running vlog i enjoy those I enjoy making them so that'll be tomorrow if we have a video and then we'll do another live stream in the afternoon tomorrow we're gonna try that super salty scratch it's a th- over a thousand milligrams of sodium per serving it's like ramen noodle levels of salt in a passion fruit Uh, electrolyte drink package so super curious to try it out i've been enjoying the the 100 grams per bottle of scratch of sugar that uh the the other scratch product we tried last week i've been drinking that a lot it's been really nice uh 400 calories per 100 grams of sugar it's got everything you don't need gels i guess uh it's designed for people that don't want gels but tomorrow we'll try an extra salty one i think it'll be really good for marathon training when it's still super hot out so that'll be tomorrow All right, hopefully I'll see you then. And in the meantime, take care, everybody. Thanks.